0: Welcome all to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast. At KO, we endeavor to advance God's kingdom one life at a time. So, I pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will help you be encouraged. Here is this week's message. Glory to God. Listen, our Lord and Savior, our Lord and Savior was 33 years old when he was crucified. He was crucified on an old, rugged cross. He paid a price that no other human being could pay. Amen. Just a week prior, he rode in on a donkey. The people were crying, Hosanna, Hosanna. Amen. They, they rode him in on a donkey and the people were praising him and lifting his name up and saying, Hosanna, Hosanna to the highest. Amen. Which meant save us. They were calling on Jesus to save them. They thought Jesus was setting up an earthly kingdom. They seen the blind man healed, they seen Lazarus raised from the dead, the centurion daughters healed, the woman with the issue of blood, amen, the ten lepers, the man that was in the graveyard healed. They saw these miracles, amen, and they believed that Jesus was there to overthrow the kingdom. He was there to set up an earthly kingdom, hallelujah, to throw overthrow the Roman government. That's what they thought. But Jesus wasn't there to overthrow the natural government. Amen. He wasn't there to overthrow the Roman government. Jesus was sent to seek and to save the lost. He was sent to seek and to save the lost. Ephesians four and five says it's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And I'm saying one way. (laughs) <laughs> Glory to God. It's only one way. Amen. One way. Glory to God. So come on. You ready to dive in? Let's go into word this morning. Amen. Go in the word this morning. Amen. Listen, listen. You want to share this with all your friends, your families, your co-workers. Amen. Everybody that you love, you want to hear this message this morning to encourage them and just build them up on this morning. Luke chapter four, we're going to read verse 17 through verse 20 out of the easy read uh, version. It says Jesus traveled to Nazareth, the town where he grew up. On the Sabbath day, he went to the synagogue as he always did. It was Jesus' custom to go to church. It wasn't Jesus' custom to lay at bed, lay in the bed, or lay at home, amen, while people were worshiping and praising God in the synagogue. It was his custom to get out of his bed, slip on his sandals, and walk to church, amen. 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 So he wasn't he wasn't hanging out at home, amen, while while the word was going forth in the synagogue. It was his custom. This was not an isolated event. Hebrews 10 and 25 remind us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together with the saints. It's so refreshing amen to be in the house of God you and I know we all know believers know amen that the church is not the building we know that we are the church amen but there is a purpose for the building glory to God that God has given us or that the edifices that people are worshiping God in its purpose is for discipleship God did not just call us to herd in a lot of church folk into a building and sit down and to go home but it's for discipleship he's called us to make disciples so while he was in this synagogue the bible says he stood up to read jesus stood up to read verse 17 says the book of isaiah the prophet was given to him he opened the book and found the place where this is written jesus opened the book up to isaiah 61 he already knew where it was he knew where it was and it says in verse 18 the spirit of the lord is upon me glory to god this is why i was born hallelujah jesus said, yeah this is why i was born let me tell you why i was born he has chosen me to tell good news to the poor he has sent me to tell prisoners that they are free and to tell the blind that they can see again listen listen i'm telling you if you're poor if you're desolate, if you're hopeless, if you're if you're helpless, if you're feeling all alone, amen. I want to encourage you and reassure you, amen, that if you will call on Jesus, if you, amen, will pick up the book, the Bible, amen. I believe God will cause you to get out of that poor situation. God will cause you to get out of the situation that you're in. He will bring you into something that's totally new. Totally new. The Bible said the poor we're going to have with us always. But I believe if you get a hold of this Bible and grab a hold of these spiritual truths, amen, we can dust poverty off your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We can dust poverty off your life for good. Amen. He said to tell the blind that they can see, He sent me to free those who have been treated badly. Verse 19 says, And to announce that the time has come for the Lord to show His kindness. Jesus closed the book, gave it back to the helper, and right. sat down. Jesus dropped the mic on them boys. Right, 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 right. Jesus closed the book and just, just dropped the mic and went on back to his seat. Amen. He went, <laughs> Jesus went on back to his seat. Did The Bible says, and everyone in the synagogue watched him close. They were looking at Jesus like, oh, that boy bad. Who was this guy? Who was this guy that went up there and. Flipped it to Isaiah sixty one. Who who was this man? You know, in the book of Luke, Luke records that that scene, and 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 Luke added a, a little some extra. Luke said that um, glory to God. What did Luke say? Pastor AJ, Amen. Luke Luke said that um, that Jesus said this scripture is fulfilled today, right. is what Luke said. In the book of Luke, it said this scripture is fulfilled today. Amen. Glory to God. I love that part. All right, let's keep on going. John chapter fourteen. Amen. We're going to start reading at verse 1. Let me remind you, this is not just scripture that we read at funerals. Amen. 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 These are words that that are powerful, that are meant to give us life all the time and to remind us and to remind us who Jesus is, who our Lord and Savior is, and the things that he's done for us and the price that he's paid for us. So John chapter 14, verse 1, I'll be reading out of the Amplified Version. It says, do not let your heart be troubled, afraid, cowardly, believe confidently in God and trust in him, have faith, hold on to it, rely on it, keep going and believe also in me. Verse two says, in my father's house are many dwelling places. King James version say mansions, glory to God. If it were not so, I would have told you. Because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and I will take you to myself so that where I am, you may be also. Verse four says, and to the place where I'm going, you know the way. Verse five, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know what you're talking about. No. (laughs) Thomas said, look, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the father, but through me, Jesus said, I am the way I am the truth. I am the life. No one, no man comes to the father except through me. There's no other way to get to the Father except through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Whether we view him as a prophet, a good person who walked the earth, or what have you, the Bible says that there's no other way to get to the Father but through Jesus. Hallelujah. This verse of scripture encourages us and yet reminds us Jesus is the only way to God. There is only one way to heaven. It is only through faith and Jesus that we have access to the Father. Man, I'm telling you, that encourages me this morning. I'm sure it encourages you as well, those of you who have relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's keep reading. Let's go to John chapter 12. John chapter 12. And we're going to start reading at verse 33. Amen. John chapter 12, verse 23, I'm sorry, verse 23. It says, he replied to them, now is the time for the Son of Man to be glorified. Let me make this clear. A single grain of wheat will never be more than a single grain of wheat unless it drops into the ground and dies. Because then it sprouts and produces a great harvest of wheat, all because one grain died you know the bible tells us and and shares with us that that jesus by his obedience one man's obedience many will be made righteous all of us were plunged into sin because of what adam did by one man's disobedience many were made sinners by one man's obedience many were made righteous by jesus obedience by this one man Fall to the ground as a single grain of wheat, as a single grain of wheat. Because he died, he produced a harvest, a great harvest of wheat, a great harvest of souls. The principle is, if you and I don't lay our life down, there is no benefit to anybody else. If we don't lay our lives down, Christians, if believers, if we don't lay our lives down, we don't go into the ground if we don't submit our life to Jesus, then nobody else will be able to benefit from our life as if as if we as as we are benefiting from Jesus life. Amen. Amen? Amen. Jesus fulfilled the scripture when he said greater love has no man than this. that they will lay down their life for a friend. Yes. Friend, I want to talk to you out there today. You may be hard-pressed. Look, You you may be suicidal. You may be depressed. You You may be struggling in your flesh. You may be struggling in your life today. I want you to know that Jesus came to seek and to save those that are lost. He absolutely loves you. He loves you so much. He has a plan for you, a specific purpose for you. Amen. He wants to call you out of that situation. He wants to call you out of what you're faced with. Amen. All you have to do is call on him. All you have to do is call on him and 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 then he will come to your rescue. And I share some other words with you uh, later today about calling on him. Verse 25 says the person who loves his life and pampers himself will miss true life. But the one who detaches his life from this world and abandons himself to me will find true true life, and enjoy it forever. We need to abandon the life that we're currently living. If we're not living for Christ, we need to abandon that life. We need to run out on that life. Come on now. Many of us have run out on other stuff. No, we need to run out on our own life. We need to leave our old life behind. We need to run away from it. Abandon our old lifestyles and abandon our old life so that we can find true life And then we'll be able to enjoy that life forever. There is a life waiting on you that you have not experienced yet. Oh, glory to God. There is a life waiting on you that you have yet to experience. There is only one way to get this life I'm talking about. There's only one way to get it. Verse 26 says, if you want to be my disciple. Now, disciple is a disciplined one. Glory to God. A disciple is a disciplined one. A disciple is a follower of a teacher as well. So if you want to be my disciple, follow me and you will go where I am going. And if you truly follow me as my disciple, remember, a disciple is what? A disciplined one and a follower of a teacher. If you truly follow me as my disciple, the father will shower his favor upon your life. Glory to God. Every disciple of Christ, listen, if you're a disciple of Christ, I want you to receive the shower, receive the favor of God on your life right now. Glory to God. Listen, if you didn't think you had favor, I want you to know because you are a disciple of his, he said the Father will shower you with favor upon your life. You got favor, glory to God. Receive the favor of God, hallelujah. Amen, you've been favored. Hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, I receive your favor. Verse 27 says, even though I am torn within and my soul is in turmoil, I would not ask the Father to rescue me from this hour of trial. The reality is Jesus could have called 12 legions of angels to fight for him. But Jesus knew, he said, this is not his his kingdom. He wasn't sent here to set up an earthly kingdom. He said, if this was his kingdom, then will his people fight for him. Or then will his angels, he could have called angels to fight for him. But this is not his kingdom. So he went and did what he believed the father was leading him to do. For I have come to fulfill my purpose, to offer myself to God. First 28 says, so father, bring glory to your name. Then suddenly a booming voice was heard from the sky. I have glorified my name and I will glorify it through you again. The audible voice of God startled the crowd standing nearby. Some thought it was only thunder, yet others, an angel just spoke to him. Then Jesus told them, the voice you heard was not for my benefit, but for yours, to help you believe. Verse 31 says, from this moment on, everything in this world is about to change. Right. You know, when I read that on yesterday, when I, when I read that when I was studying and reading it even this morning, when I read this, I, I receive it for today that everything in this world is about to change. Amen. There have been many changes already. There have been things happening because of this pandemic, because of this coronavirus, amen. But I believe that there still are many more changes amen. that are going to happen in this society, amen, in this world, glory to God, related. I'm talking to biblical things and amen. biblical times and, and times that we're living in as related to the word of God. Hallelujah. Everything in this world is about to change. For the ruler of this dark world will be overthrown. And I would do this when I'm lifted up off the ground and when I draw the hearts of people to gather them to me. He said this to indicate that he would die by being lifted up on the cross. Verse 34 says, people from the crowd spoke up and said, die? How could the anointed one die? The word of God says the anointed one will live with us forever. But you just said the son of man must be lifted up off the earth. And who is this son of man anyway? Jesus replied, you will have the light shining with you for only a little while longer while you still have me walk in the light. So that darkness doesn't overtake you. For when you walk in the dark, you have no idea where you're going. When you walk in the dark, you have no idea where you are going. Walk in the light, for when you walk in the dark, you have no idea where you're going. People who are lost, they're lost, they're in darkness even on today, and they don't have any idea where they're going. Father God establishes this way to save us, to deliver us, to set us free to put us on a new path, he established this one way. He established this way to save us, to set us free, so that we would know who we are. We would know the plans that he has for us. He established this way so so that we would not have to walk around in the dark. John chapter 3, verse 19 says this. It says, and here is the basis for their judgment. The light of God has now come into the world, but the hearts of people love their darkness more than the light Mm -hmm. because they want the darkness to conceal their evil. You know, the the King James traditional version, it says, men love darkness because their deeds are evil. Many of us, we come to the light, and when we come to the light, when we come to this one way, when we come down this path, we understand and recognize that there are some things that the Lord is going to expose. There are some things that will be exposed. There are some things that we have to give an account for. There are some things, amen, that we have to be honest with in our life when we come to the light. Hebrews 4 and 13 tells us that there's no creature hidden From his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him with whom we must give an account. All of us are accountable to God, regardless of whether we think so or not. All of us are accountable to God. Verse 20, verse 20 says, so the wicked hate the light and try to hide from it for their lives are fully exposed in the light. But those who love the truth will come out into the light and welcome its exposure. For the light will reveal that their fruitful works were produced by God. When you and I get on the one way, the path that God has already chosen, he shines a light on us. We come to a light because now we want to be exposed. We don't want to walk in the dark. We don't want to be dishonest no more. So there may be things in our life that we've been hiding from the natural eye. And so there may be uh, lying and, and all types of uh, falsehoods that's going on on the inside of us. But when we step into the light, the Lord begins to expose those things, amen. not to everybody else, to us, letting us know where we are, amen. letting us know to be honest. Amen. It's not about clean clothes or clean cars, it's about a clean heart. Amen. It's about a clean heart. He wants us to have a clean heart. Amen. And so he allows us to come to that light so he can expose us. So that we can get our hearts right with him and we can stay on the path that he's chosen for us. We welcome the exposure because we want to bear fruit as believers. We must never deviate from our stand that Jesus is the only way he is the one way to God. There's one road to heaven. Amen. It's through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The disciples, they were placed in jail. They were beaten. They were warned not to speak in this name that we sung about earlier Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. They were warned not to speak in this name, but over and over again, they still spoke in that name. Because they knew that if men were to be saved, they had to call on the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. They said, man, y'all said, well, I went to church this morning, boy, because that pastor shared some scripture with us this morning. <laughs> Acts, <laughs> Acts chapter 4, amen, and verse 12, verse 12, amen. Acts chapter 4 and verse 12 says this, and there is salvation in no one else. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven. Under heaven. There are three heavens that we know about. Heaven, heaven This on the earth, this first heaven. The second heaven is where demonic activity resides. And then there's the third heaven where God and his angels are residing. But there is salvation, and there is salvation in no one else. There's no other way to be saved. There's no other way to be delivered. Salvation, another name for delivered. There's no other way to be saved. There's no other way to be delivered. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among people by which we must be saved. For God has provided the world no alternative for salvation. There is no other alternative. There is no plan B. There is no plan B. There is no other way. There is only one way to heaven. Deny ourselves. Amen. Repent to God. Deny ourselves. Pick up the cross and begin to follow him. Trusting in the name of Jesus. This is the only way to get to heaven. Verse 13 says, now when the men of the Sanhedrin, which is the Jewish high court, saw the confidence and boldness of Peter and John and grasped the fact that they were uneducated and untrained or ordinary men, they were astonished and began to recognize that they had been with Jesus. You know, once upon a time, Jesus went to begin to, as he was building up his disciples, as he was calling disciples to himself, he began to reach out to those who appeared to be uneducated, who appeared to be untrained, who appeared in the natural eye not to qualify to be people who will walk around uh, with the cloth, amen, holding the cloth or being part of the clergy, amen. But these were people that were unlearned in the ways, amen, of tradition. So Jesus. He called ordinary men. He called fishermen and tax collectors and physicians, glory to God, to be a part of His team. And that's what bothered Saul so much. Saul, who was later named Paul, was bothered so much because how could Jesus pull on these men who didn't go to seminary? How could he pull on men who didn't understand anything about the Bible or who didn't go through the the different types of laws and the structure of what he has went through to become this type of leader that he was in the earth? But Jesus didn't look at that. And Jesus, does not he's not looking at that right now. I'm saying all this to say that each of us are ordinary people. This one way that I'm talking about is not about who you are. It's not about who you know. It's not about your last name. It's not about anything other than receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior and understanding that he is the way. He is the one way. He is the ticket that will get you to heaven. You know, I like what they said at the end. They recognize that the disciples had been with Jesus. They, they recognized that they must have spent some time with Jesus. And that's what people are looking at today and wondering, you know, as Jesus' disciples that are walking the earth today, are we spending time with Jesus? Have we walked with Jesus? Are we walking with Jesus? Jesus even spoke in this gospel of the kingdom. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world for a testimony to all the nations. Listen, and then the end will come. Because a lot of us are, uh, are fearful. A lot of us are moved right now thinking, you know, is this the end of the world? What's going on and what's happening right now? Jesus said, again, I'm quoting, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world for a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Everyone is online today and therefore more people than ever have an opportunity to hear the gospel message. To hear the gospel message. Listen, the message is not the coronavirus. The message is not the RFID, uh, the chips, and all that kind of stuff. The message is not conspiracies and 5G technology, amen, etc. Our assignment is to preach the good news or the gospel until he returns. Amen. So we don't ever stop, we don't ever quit, we don't ever give up, we don't back down. Amen. We continue to preach the gospel until he comes. If he comes next week, wonderful. If not, our commission remains the same. And I know people are fearful out there. I know people are hurting. People don't understand what's going on. Glory to God. You know, I'm I'm hearing people saying, what if this is an attack on black people? (laughs) You know, listen, preach the gospel. What what if they're they're building all these towers so they can get this, you know, to to spread this virus or to hurt us or whatever? Listen, in the midst of all of that, preach the gospel. Look, what if they they, uh, planted this virus so that they could just wipe out all the people or, or crowd control or population control? Okay. What's our assignment? Preach the gospel. Our assignment never changes in spite of what's going on around us, in spite of the circumstances, in spite of all the conspiracy theories, in spite of everything we're thinking and thought and all that kind of stuff. We still must hold true to our assignment, which is to preach the gospel. Don't get distracted. Don't get nervous. Don't give up. Preach the gospel. Hallelujah. We still have an assignment. Glory to God. Why? Because our God is omniscient. Hallelujah. He's, he's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He's everywhere present. He said he never leave us nor forsake us even to the ends. Of the earth, even on this Easter Sunday, I want you to know that He got out of His grave, glory to God. And because He got out of His grave, amen, you can get out of your grave, you can get out of your situation. There's hope for you, amen, because Jesus, who is our hope, amen, defeated death, hell, and the grave, glory to God, and was seen by hundreds who testified that He walked the earth even after He died, glory to God. So we know with the surety that he is the way. Yes. He is the truth. Yes. He is the life. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And look, I get all excited about that all by myself. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He is the way, yes. the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father yes. except through him. Amen. Amen. Man, I'm, I've been uh, listening to the Bible, and, and so I'm, uh, I just finished pretty much today. Amen. And so I want to read this verse of scripture, Revelations uh, 21, uh, verses 1 through 8. Now, this again, this really blessed me, thinking about Jesus being the truth and the life, the way, the truth and the life, one way to the Father. Verse 1 says this, says, Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first, first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city. New Jerusalem coming down out of the heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of God, tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. Verse four says, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Amen. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Yeah. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. John, the apostle, the apostle John was writing and recording these words, and here the Lord is telling him, Listen, write this, because these words are true and faithful faithful verse 6 says and he said to me it is done yes. I am the Alpha and the Omega yes. the beginning and the end those words just stuck out to me I am the Alpha yes. I am the Omega yes. the beginning and the end I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts all right. he who overcomes shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my people or be my son But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexual immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Listen closely, Saints. Lean in. There's only one way to heaven. There's only one way to heaven. And it's in believing in our Lord and Savior jesus christ i've been walking with the lord now for over 25 years over 25 years now and i am assured and reassured that this is the only way there is no other way amen the life that you're living some of you who've been saved even longer than i've been and you're walking with the lord you know that this is the way there's one way to the father and it's through our lord and savior jesus christ Philippians chapter 2 and verse 10 says, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Verse 11 says, and that every tongue will confess and openly acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, sovereign God to the glory of God and the father. You know, one day every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess that he is Lord. Truly, this is the only way. I, I will be lying if I told you there were many ways to the Father. This is the only way. Where did you get this from, Pastor? I got it from the Bible. How do you know the Bible is true? Because the Bible because the Bible tells us that it's the only word, the only book that's been inspired by God. Holy men wrote as they were inspired by God. I believe the Bible. I believe the God of the Bible hallelujah glory to God Psalms 138 and 2 says I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth for you have magnified your word above all your name Amen. you've put the Bible you've put the book you've magnified the word even above the name of Jesus which we sung about that demons tremble at his name and every knee gonna bow at his name but you are saying that your word It's even above the name. That tells us that our God is a God of integrity. Come on. I want to ask you to trust him on today. Trust him as your Lord and Savior today. Trust him as a father who didn't just leave you out here all by yourself. He loves you so much. He wants to change your life. He wants to make your life better. He wants to deliver you and set you free. He wants to help you with your children, help you in your marriage, help you with your business. He wants to help you. He's come to seek and to save those that are lost. Hallelujah. Every word of God is true. Yes. He cannot lie. Amen. He cannot lie. Glory to God. These last two scriptures I'm going to share, these are, these are very familiar scriptures, and actor's is going to lead me into my appeal. Amen. On today, on this morning, amen. In John 3, 16 and 17, very familiar scriptures. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Yeah. Verse 17 says, God sent his son into the world not to judge the world. Yes. He didn't send Jesus into the world to judge the world. Amen. Stop saying you that Christians are judging you. Nobody is not judging you yeah. because he did not send Christians into the world to judge the world. He didn't send God, Jesus into the world to judge the world. Stop saying that. If you feel judge is not coming from God, it's coming from your adversary, it's coming from our enemy, our arch enemy who is Satan. God sent His Son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world, Through him, he came to save you, to seek and to save you, to rescue you, not to judge you. Now, if you don't receive him, this free gift as your Lord and Savior, at the end of your life now, you will be judged. But right now, at this point, amen, he is not sent at all to judge, amen, the world. He's come to save the world. You know, John 1 and 12 tells us that that we become the sons of God as we receive him as our Lord and Savior. He gives us power to become his children once we receive him as our Lord and our Savior. We we have to accept the son to become sons. We have to accept the son to become sons. Romans Romans 3 and 23 says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Many of us were born into sin, shaped in iniquity. We're not perfect. All of us have sinned. I don't say today I'm a sinner. Why? I don't practice sin. I've been born again. Amen. Amen. All right, Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. This is how you, this is how you can receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This is how you can be born again. This is the one way. This is the route to the one way that I was talking about on today. Romans chapter 10, verses 8 through 10. I'm going to read verse 13 as well. It says, but what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach. Verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God is raising from the dead, you will be saved. Is that simple? Does't matter what color you are, doesn't matter what your name is, doesn't matter what your household size is or how much money you got anything? It says, if you would just call on him, you will confess with your mouth, you'll believe in your heart. that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved." Amen. Verse 10 says, "For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation verse 13 says for whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved you may be a whoever out there today you may be someone who who needs the Lord in their life today you may be someone out there today who doesn't know the Lord it doesn't matter what you've done or how far you may have drifted away from the things of God or how far you may have drifted away from him he is waiting even on today to receive you back into the fold he wants to receive you back into fold even now. You may be out there today. and You may be confused or you may be fearful. And maybe you don't know what's all that's happening all around you. Maybe you don't understand why things are happening the way they're happening. But I want to reassure you today that we serve a God that sits high and he looks low. He is very concerned about you. He is very mindful of you. He wants to save you. He wants to deliver you. Amen. He wants to free you. Those that's already saved who maybe you have back sitting. He wants to get you back into the fold. He wants to bring you back in camaraderie with the saints. He wants to get you back plugged in. Amen. So you can begin to grow and to begin to, to, um, to flourish again and to fellowship again. He loves you so much. He loves you with an everlasting love. Won't you make a decision today to surrender all to him? Who is God talking to today? The Bible says if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Who is he speaking to today? Maybe he's speaking to you right now. Maybe he's sharing with you right now, amen, the things that he wants to do in your life. Maybe there's a conviction going on in your heart right now. Maybe something is happening on the inside of you right now that may be pushing you or prodding you to make the decision on today. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you, amen, to take this step today. I'm going to lead you into a simple prayer on today. I want to lead you into a simple prayer on today, amen, that's going to help you get into, the, get into position to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want to do four appeals today. I know we're online. I know we're online, but I'm going to do a appeal for those who don't know the Lord. I want to do a appeal for those who know the Lord or knew the Lord, but maybe you're back sitting and you want to come back to the Lord. Those who want to be Holy Ghost filled, amen, you want to be spirit filled, filled with the Holy Ghost, call us amen 804-716-1746 amen or email us at a underscore kingdom life at yahoo.com amen these are you if you, if you would uh, or respond to our um kingdom life church page inbox us on our kingdom life church page let us know even if you gave your life to the lord or if you got saved amen or you rededicated your life or or even my last appeal if you want to partner with this ministry we had people in our growth track class even on yesterday. People are joining the church. Even while we're not having services or meeting physically, people are still partnering with our church, and we're excited about what God is doing in and through their lives. So again, if you want, if you get saved today, if you rededicate your life today, you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit or you want to partner with this ministry, amen. I want you to call 804-716-1746. Or you can email us at a underscore at yahoo.com Or you can inbox us on our church page, amen, to get more information. But for those of you who want to be saved and rededicate your life, I want to pray with you right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to repeat after me and say, Father, I repent for every sin that I've committed. But today, after hearing the word, I'm ready to receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died on an old rugged cross, but you rose again on the third day. And today, I surrender my life to you only. I believe, after hearing the word, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, help me to be a better man, to be a better woman, be a better person, I need you now. I rededicate my life back to you. I'm coming back to the fold. I knew why I left, but today I'm ready to come back home. I repent for every sin I committed. Those I knew about, those I didn't know about. Right now, Lord, please forgive me. Bring me back into right fellowship. With the Father, I ask you now to do it, and I thank you in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. If the Holy Spirit has convicted or inspired you to join or reach out to us through today's message, then email us at V A at gmail.com. If you would like to give towards this ministry or find out more, check out our website, which is kingdomlifeva.com, And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Kingdom Life VA. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe so you can hear more messages like this.